0: all right i think the camera's on
1: (laughs) the joy of the lord is my strength
0: yeah that's it all right (laughs) forgive her everybody all right she's just overcome (laughs) with the spirit at the moment all right well welcome to another edition of jordan and Kristen pray for you happy friday everybody happy may 1st as well this is actually may is my birthday or birth month so uh, in my favorite month i love spring and um, in New Jersey, we're just starting to open up the parks again, and it's supposed to be sunny and 71 tomorrow. So for those of you guys in our area, um, we sure hope you have a great weekend. It looks like it's going to be one. And hopefully this pandemic is coming to an end. What? That's a faith statement more than anything else. Uh, we got a bunch of prayers we're going to get to tonight. Some of them are already scrolling at the bottom of the screen. Kristen was doing a good job getting herself motivated for her prayer tonight. I know she's got a very powerful one. Before we get to that, though, I want to talk to you about being popular and what that really means and, and its place in Christianity. You know, one of the things Kristen and I decided early on is that we weren't going to sell you guys an artificial brand of Christianity. There are a lot of people who just want to sell you this kind of watered down, feel good version of Christianity that is uplifting and all that. But I don't know that it really paints an entirely realistic picture all the time. If you've got people telling you that Christianity is going to take away all your problems and you can live however you want, I'm sorry, that's just not true. I did a message a few days ago about the importance of obedience and rejecting this idea that you can live however you want. And I did a message a few weeks ago about the reality that you will have troubles in this life, okay? And if you haven't seen those messages, I strongly recommend them I strongly recommend them to you. Well, the third part of that series, would be that if you become a Christian, you're going to have a lot of people not like you as well, okay? And not just that, you're going to start to feel really excluded by the world. The world is going to reject you. That's just how it is. Jesus said it's because the world rejected him first, and we're not better than he is. He said, if the world hates you, keep in mind that it hated me first. If you belong to the world, it would love you as its own. As it is, you don't belong to the world, but I have chosen you out of the world. That is why the world hates you. Remember what I told you, a servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will persecute you also, all right? So you're going to lose some of the friends you have now. You'll make other friends, but don't expect things won't change with some of the ones you already have. And you're going to turn on the TV and you're going to watch movies and you're going to see the hostility that popular culture is going to have towards you. You may even find that family members start to reject you, all right? Now, it's not all bad news, don't get me wrong. In fact, there's actually a pretty interesting verse about all this where Jesus says that you'll get a great reward for all of this in this life and in the next, but he reminds you, you'll also face a lot of trouble. In fact, he said, truly, I tell you, no one who has left home or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or fields for me and the gospel will fail to receive a hundred times as much in this present age in terms of homes brothers, sisters, mothers, children, and fields. But then he says, along with persecutions, and in the age to come, eternal life, okay? Again, the relationships that you have are going to be better, and you're going to be a much better person. You're going to be much more fulfilled. You're going to have victory over your problems. You're going to have a purpose in life. But understand that if your focus is going to be on being popular, this is not the right faith for you, because it's going to come into conflict with Christianity, okay? The popular message is you can do whatever you want and live however you want, and that's perfectly okay. But the real message is no. Wide is the path that leads to destruction, and many people will follow it. But narrow is the path that leads to life, and few people will find that. Choose that path, the narrow one, and your reward will be great. And so will your persecutions. Choose it anyway. That's my message for you tonight.
1: That is very, very great message, very wise you know, as, um, I, I think everyone, you know, well, obviously everybody wants people to like them. That's a natural human thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people have a personality style that's more bent and apt to want to seek approval than others. I would say that my personality style definitely as a performer would fall under that. But, um, either way, um uh, I really loved – I remember somebody saying we serve an audience of one, and that is so true. When you care about what God thinks versus what man thinks, it makes everything everything so much better yeah. to and, sort out, right?
0: And remember, you know, all the disciples faced persecutions. I mean, it's believed yeah. that all of them were killed and martyred except for John who was actually – The the legend is that he was boiled in a pot of of water and it just didn't hurt him. And so the the king just decided to let him live in exile. But, uh, you know, they weren't trying to win a popularity contest. And it's important because it goes to their credibility. You know, if they became popular, if they became rich, if they lived in these giant mansions and frankly flew in those, you know, the jets we see say that kind of prosperity, people would say, well, look, they were just... They were just preaching what they were preaching to become popular and powerful and, and, and wealthy because of it. But because they were willing to suffer so much for what they believed, it shows that they really believed it and must have had really good reason to. It, it shows that it wasn't it wasn't phony. And people are going to see the same thing in us, that if, if they see that we're willing to be unpopular for the glory of God, it goes to our testimony. But if we're willing to compromise, and it basically says that, you know, our testimony is phony.
1: Yeah. And it's, this is going to be a funny statement, but I think it's very hard to try to uh, live in that no man's land place of seeking approval from other people and trying to live a godly life. That's, it's better just to, yes, it's hard to to live, you know, just for God in, in terms of persecution. But when you have peace of knowing that you're serving God and that he's got your back, then that's a lot easier than trying to play both sides of the fence. Yep. You know, Absolutely. So, perfect. Awesome. Thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus that I I think I just said something that I feel like every person needs to hear. You have our back, God. You're never going to betray us. Who's listening tonight who's ever felt betrayed before? God has not betrayed you. You may The enemy may have put into your mind that it was God who betrayed you, but he has not betrayed you. Somebody may have given up on you. God has not given up on you. Somebody may have walked out on you. God will never walk out on you. Somebody may have lied to you. God is not a man that he should lie. You can rely on him. You can count on him. You can trust in him. You can pour out your heart to him. God is never annoyed with you. God is never going to fail you. God is never going to be willing to let you go. God has his grip on you. And he's holding on to you tightly. And there's nothing that you have done that is too far From his presence. There's nothing that you have done. That is going to make him turn his back on you. He's not turning his back on you. He's pleading with you. Now he has to turn away when you sin. Because he can't look on that. Because he's so holy. And he's so perfect. But he's not. Turning his back on you. He. Is once again, pursuing you, even when you don't pursue him. He's going after you. He's dropping everything and running after you. He's not too busy for you. You may feel like people around you are too, too busy for you. You may feel insignificant. You may feel like, how come no one ever asked me, am I okay? You may feel like you wear a mask and, 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 well, now we literally wear a mask in the world with this pandemic. But just like those masks where you feel sometimes when you have the mask on, you can't quite breathe because it's so, the mask is so tight or, or you don't have freedom to, to talk openly. The enemy has put, in spiritual warfare sense put this mask, is trying, is trying, I should say, trying to put a mask on God's children so we won't speak out, so we won't be free, so we won't praise Jesus. He's trying to silence our praise. We're not going to let him silence our praise. We're not going to let him stop our prayer because God himself intercedes for us. Jesus himself intercedes for us. Just as a man pleads for his friend Jesus is pleading for us. He's going to the throne room of God right now. I want you to picture whatever it is you're asking God to do for you. I want you to picture that. And most of the time, sometimes when we picture that asking god we ask out of desperation and some of us feel like we're asking god and 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 we the enemy wants us to feel that god is, is not listening or or god has his hands over his ears or he's he's too busy he's he's turned his back but that is not the case the enemy has put put a veil in front of god's children's eyes and we can't s- clearly see when we see through that filter when we see through that veil that we, that, but Jesus rend the veil in two for us so that we could see clearly. We could see Him. Do you know what He's doing when you, when you bring your request to God? Jesus is taking that. He's taking that. And He is feeling when, when you're, you're crying, He's crying with you. When you have blood, sweat, and tears, Jesus' blood is over that. Jesus' sweat and tears is over that. He is in anguish. When you're in anguish, he literally feels your pain. He literally bore your pain on the cross so that you didn't have to. He took the burden on himself. So you are laying everything at his feet and he's going to God himself and the Holy Spirit and, and, and this beautiful interaction in the heavenlies. For God the Father, God the Son, and the Holy Spirit, your comforter. The Holy Spirit's coming over you and, and drenching you in God's love and comforting you and comforting you like a huge blanket and, and coming around you at that same time that Jesus is going to the Father and saying, please, Father, and, and interceding for you and interceding on your behalf and stopping the enemy and his demons in their tracks and, and the angels are going forward and, and cutting down the demons. And all this is going on, all the spiritual warfare, when we praise and we pray, and the enemy wants us to, to, us to stop because he knows how powerful prayer is. Your p- prayer, if you feel like you've never been good at praying, quote unquote, that's just what the enemy wants you to think. If you feel like you've never been good at praising, or if you feel like you're not good of a Christian enough, no, you have direct access to the throne room of God. You don't have to go through a person. You don't have to try to... to you know, all evangelists are wonderful and, and, and Jordan and I, God has put this on our heart, this ministry, but you can go right now to God. He wants intimacy with you. He wants intimacy with you. He wants you to look directly into his eyes and feel the weight that you have on you lifted and, and dance till the chains come off because he's got a new thing for you. And you can't do the new thing if you're still chained to the past thing. You can't accept and receive. God's wanting you to receive your blessing and wanting you to receive something. You can't receive it until you've let go of the old thing. Until you stop enjoying the place of your sickness, of your lack, of all those things. Stop letting the enemy steal and rob your joy. God has joy for you. God has newness. God has abundance. Go into your promised land and be filled with the Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses to the ends of the earth. The power of the Holy Spirit is about to fall. The power of the Holy Spirit is going to fall right where you are, and he's soaking you up in his love and just receive his love and his blessing. In Jesus'
0: name, amen. Amen. All right. Well, Kristen, you know, I got to tell you, when I had the idea to do this show, a lot of it was inspired by just being around you and listening to you praying like that and just knowing that the whole rest of the world had to hear it. So that was, That's so kind. you know, your voice you. thunders in the hallways of heaven. Believe me.
1: So it is yours.
0: All right. Check this out. So guys, listen, we want to talk about some, uh, we want to get to the prayer request tonight. I want to start with one from last night. We had an update, and it's really important because I want to—I want you guys to see the kind of faith this person has. All right, so you might remember last night we were praying for a guy who was talking about how he was going through a really dark period in his life, and he was kind of non-specific about it. And uh, so he wrote back to us and gave us the specifics. And I'm not going to use his name, but I just want you to hear what he wrote. He—he he writes the short version is that my wife and I have been living apart from each other for almost two years now. And we've been in person for a month, a total out of that time due to circumstances beyond our control. About two weeks ago, she told me she's not in love with me anymore and doesn't know if she ever will be again. It's hard to hear that when we've been together for seven years almost. I've also been in a hotel for the last three and a half weeks and have at least two more to go because of my mom's health issues and I work in the public. I suspect what it means is he, he must be an essential worker. He's you know exposed to the pandemic and therefore he can't be around his mother because he doesn't want to get her infected. So between those there's just been a lot of darkness and negativity around me. I know a lot of it is warfare for sure cuz God has made me a frontline warrior, so to speak, and the enemy doesn't like that. See, that's faith right there. It's uh it's not faith isn't always faith isn't always just accessible when when you're having a good time it's very easy when you know things are going well to say oh look you know look what the lord has done but here's a guy who's going in the darkest period of his life and he's saying i know i'm going through this because god's made me a frontline warrior and the enemy doesn't like that well god we pray in jesus name that you lift peter out of this horrible darkness okay that you just establish him that you you fix his problem with his marriage, you fix his problem with his mother's health, and that you just bring him through the fire, just like you know, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, how you you know they were thrown into the into that inferno, and nothing hurt them. They just emerged from it. We pray that he emerges from this, just flame-tested and and just stronger than ever, and just is basically a human wrecking ball for you and your kingdom in Jesus' name. Now, Tracy. I couldn't put this. You guys see a lot of prayer requests are at the bottom of the screen there on the scroll. I could not put Tracy's down there because this is the longest, most comprehensive prayer request in all of human history. And so I'm just going to basically list the people she's praying for. And I'm going to go through this. First, she says, please pray for my anxiety. I'll get back in a second. Pray for my anxiety. My son, Matthew, who has a lot of hurt. Also, Samantha, my eldest. Uh, Luis, his son, Anthony, Sarah, Luis. Luis. And my husband's mental health and hearing, my mother's cancer, sister Patty's health, Lori also, my brother Jimmy, who's in jail, his niece Taylor, John Salvation, Michael, Eddie, Scott, Aaron's father, mother, and Nana, his cousin Sam, my ex-husband Luis, another Luis, I guess, his new wife Alicia, her kids, Maureen and Mike, Louie, their nieces and nephews, my cousin Tammy, and my brother-in-law whose son passed away. So it's a lot of different names, but father God, we know I'm going to pray about the anxiety thing in a minute, but father God, first of all, I'm just going to pray for all these various people, the ones who are suffering from sicknesses, the one who's in church, the one whose brother-in-law, the son who just passed. We pray for all these people to find salvation. We pray for all of them to find healing and to find peace. And that's really my, my prayer for Tracy as well. When I see a prayer list like this, I just feel like there's just a lot of, um, a lot of chaos. And especially when someone talks about dealing with anxiety. There are a lot of ways through that, Tracy. It's something I had to deal with as well. You have to understand what the Bible says. Ours is not a spirit of, of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. The Bible also translates fear to timidity. So you're not designed to be fearful. You're not designed to be timid. You're not designed to be anxious. Jesus says, be anxious in nothing, but in all things through prayer and supplication. Make your petitions known to God. And he will give you the peace that passes understanding. So Tracy, you need to just lay that anxiety down and just receive and accept the peace of God that passes all understanding in Jesus' name. Now, there's, there's a physiological component to it too. If you're not exercising regularly, exercise regularly. If you're drinking caffeine, cut it out of your diet. Okay? Get on a, if, if you're not sleeping a lot at night, get to bed earlier. Actually, sleep has a lot, of, lot to do with anxiety. So there's a physiological component too. And also, I would suggest to you that you need to get outside of yourself. There's a mental component to it as as well. Find people to help. It sounds like you have a lot of them. So focus less on yourself because anxiety is an inward emotion and focus more on other people because that's getting you outside of yourself towards others. And that way, you know, the anxiety won't be able to take control. Okay, so that's my advice and my prayer for you tonight. Rachel and Kristen, I'm going to need your help with this one here. Rachel says, please pray that our father would teach me how to worship him in songs by his spirit. I really want to worship that the smoke of his glory will fill the whole earth. Kristen, maybe you could help her. Give her some uh, advice for some good songs she could download that she can sing along to uh, for like a a praise prayer list here.
1: Oh, my goodness. There are so many. I mean, I would be self-serving if I said songs I've written. But (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, there's, you know what, there's great... uh, Jesus culture and Bethel uh, worship are are really great spirit filled um, songs I don't know if she's heard of those but I I you know that that just gets you in the yeah. um, you know because and any songs really that I mean I love the old hymns, the old hymns of of course um, any of those songs that have scripture in in there that you can claim promises of God in the the scripture and that say have declarations over your life. Um, are, are really great songs.
0: And I would also add uh, Chris Tomlin too. He's, he's solid. oh yes,
1: he's great. Yeah, yeah. Chris Tomlin, Casting Crowns mm-hmm. stuff.
0: All right, and so basically, you know, the, what I would uh, we're gonna pray for Rachel that you know the Holy Spirit fills you and shows you, just takes your worship to a new level, and you know it's one of these things you don't have to overthink. Just you know, get some songs you like, like we just recommended, create a playlist, just start singing along with them, get get yourself into the spirit, and then just let God take over. It's you know. it Our faith is really more about God using you and just yielding to God than it is about really, um, how should one say, it's not not about us exerting more effort. It's actually about us stepping back to let God work through us is what Mm -hmm. I'm trying to say. Okay. So just refocus on that and let God take over. All right. Nathan says, pray for me to get motivated and be strong as I've been hurt many, many times due to mental illness in a very young age. And I want to be a positive member of society. I'm a teenager with lots of hope and just want my God to be with me. Help me. Give me strength.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. So, Nathan, I need you to go read the verses tonight about putting on the full armor of God. That's what I'm feeling for you right now. Um First of all, th- and Kristen and I have discussed this. Being hurt like that many, many times at an early age—that's that's an attack of the enemy. It's something Kristen knows. I went through. We all, you know, have had similar experiences. But we know that you have victory over this. You have to go put on the what is it? The, let's see if I get this right. Of course, I'm going to do this from memory now. Right? The the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the belt of truth, your feet shod in peace, the uh, the. Have, have the sword of the spirit and the shield of faith. Okay. So go read about that in the Bible and put those on every day. Just imagine yourselves putting them on and just pray to God every day that he just comforts you and that he's with you and that he just makes himself very real to you. And we know that you have victory over this mental illness through Christ mm. Jesus. All right. Amen. Kevin says, I'm Johnson. Okay. So he's Johnson from Pakistan. I have three kids and my wife is sick due to sugar and she's taken insulin twice a day, but now due to coronavirus, we have no eatable things for my family, edible things for my family. No money to buy food and no medicine for my wife. All right, so here's the situation. I'm reminded of that scene in the Bible where there was a woman who just had a small jar of oil and the prophet told her just to keep pouring it in larger jars and all those jars filled up. So right now you feel like, so you see in the natural, you have no food, you have no medicine, but Father God, we pray that he has actually an abundance of food, yes. an abundance of medicine, and in the absence of medicine that you will control his wife's insulin production and blood sugar levels so that she does not suffer from this. If there are mm-hmm. people who need to bring them food and, and medicine, Father God, I pray you clear a path for them, that you get them the things that they need and that they have an overabundance of this so that they can be a blessing to others and they can feed others and give medicine to others. In Jesus' name. Amen. A couple more here. Zoran says, Please pray for my laughs. I don't know what is happening. Also, five inner pains in my muscles and bones. I'm always very tired. Sounds like he's got a bunch of things going on. So God, rather than me try to diagnose this medically, which is not something I'm trained to do, just pray for Zoran's life. I don't know what he means by I pray for my last, but I pray that you just give him the Holy Spirit to take over, that he's filled with Holy Spirit laughter, that these pains are healed, that you give strength to his muscles and his bones, and that you give him you give him a lot of energy. And Zoran, something I've been telling a lot of people lately, there's no substitute for taking Holy Communion. If I were you, I would go out. We, when someone has this many problems with their body, i tell them, just get yourself some crackers, get yourself some grape juice or whatever, and take Holy Communion and just you know, break in, uh, break the bread of Christ and, and drink the, the the blood of Christ. Really, just get it into your body and just visualize yourself. I don't believe in mind over matter, but it's in, I think an important component to prayer to visualize yourself uh, having those prayers answered. Okay, a couple more. Angel says, please pray for me, my family, that Jesus rest, richly blesses us and provides us in our home. So we pray for that angel. Uh, Amarshi says, pray pray for total healing and transformation for my daughter and financial breakthrough in Jesus' name. Amarshi, I pray for total healing for your daughter and a transformation from whatever she was to whatever God wants her to be. I pray she's perfectly conformed to the will of God in Jesus' name. Yvonne says, thank you. Please pray for all who have applied for unemployment benefits and have yet to be approved. So many have lost jobs. Yeah, Uh, not just unemployment benefits, but also small businesses who've been applying for loans to the government and grants that have been held up um, but you know what? In faith, we know that, that God, you can, you're can, you going to release the windows of heaven, not just the, the windows of the unemployment office, but the windows of heaven, that you're a God of abundance, that we don't participate in this world's economy, that everyone else can be unemployed, but you have good work for us and good jobs and a good income. So we pray for that, for Yvonne and for everybody else in that situation. Let me just go through the uh, ones that are just coming in now. Kumar says... Pray for my spiritual growth and my fiance, my future career and life breakthrough for purpose. Amen. Okay. Well, Kumar, we certainly, we are in agreement with you for that, for all of those things. You know, we've done a bunch of, uh, we've done a bunch of videos lately on being through a wilderness and experiencing spiritual growth. And so I recommend you watch those. Father God, we pray that he has complete breakthrough. We pray for his fiance. We pray for his career. And we pray that you just give him an overflow of the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. We pray that just he's got complete victory over all the situations and total peace in Jesus' name. Nadia says, please pray for my country to be free from this virus and for me not to lose my faith in difficult times. Now is not the time to lose faith, Nadia. Now is the time more than ever to really dig deep into your faith. And look, I'm going to be real with you a second, okay? Before I met Kristen, I was having a, a crisis of faith, too. My the pastor's wife, who was a friend of mine, died very young. She was 47 years old. She had cancer. And I went through a crisis of faith also. So I'm not here to tell you that you're a bad person or this is unnatural or you, sh- you just need to shake it off or anything like that. It's not that easy. I get it. But what I will tell you is nothing good comes of the doubt. Okay? Okay. Faith isn't based on the t- all the time on reason. Faith is based on trust. And you have to trust God that no matter what's happening, he's still there and he's still with you. And he has a plan for your life, okay? So my prayer for you is you don't give up the faith, which will not help you at all, by the way. Um, then you'll find your situation's even worse, that you just hold on to the end, all right? That's my prayer for you tonight, Nadia. Uh, Krisha, faith... Dukeson says, please pray for our country, the Philippines. Of course, we always uh, keep the Philippines in, in prayer because I think that's the country where we have the most followers. We have several thousand. So uh, we have a special place in our hearts for the Philippines. God, thank you for this beautiful country. We pray for abundance. We pray for any healings, for any diseases. We pray that the coronavirus is rejected. And we just pray that there is a spiritual outpouring there in Jesus' name. Uh, anyone else? Well, we're getting one message says good morning. Uh, so I guess wherever we are, it's somewhere in the world. It's morning. It's, and that's what we have with the global ministry. How great is that? Cool. All right. Cheryl Mendoza says good morning to us. May I ask a favor? Please help me to pray for my sickness. She has, it looks like breast cancer or something. And head of my son, Dave and my father for healing and for the forgiveness of my sins. We're going to do that in a minute. Actually, Cheryl, hang out with us. God will bless you more, brother and sister. Oh, I, I know. Yes. Please help me to pray to my sickness and my son. Praise God. Okay. So uh, Cheryl, first of all, good morning to you. Where I am right now, it's like eight o'clock at night, but good morning to you. So when I'm done here and, and you'll we're almost done and, and Kristen's going to do the call to salvation. Okay. So as far as forgiveness of your sins goes, you have to understand Jesus forgave you of your sins years ago before you even were born he had already died for your sins and he forgave you of them all you have to do now is receive that forgiveness okay as far as this sickness goes i'm going to recommend the same thing to you take communion break the just take a piece of bread and do it every night just break the bread and and eat it as the body of christ and drink the the grape juice or the wine or whatever as the body of christ as well okay we're going to pray for you right now father god cheryl comes to you in faith first asking that her sins be forgiven, and she's going to say the call to salvation in a moment. But God, in the meantime, I'm going to pray against this uh, sickness that sounds like she's got breast cancer or something like that. Father God, we pray that you rebuke it, you bottle it up. I speak to it right now in Jesus' name. I pray for that. I decree and declare, and I require that breast cancer to leave her immediately. Father God, your word says if we have the faith of a mustard seed, we can move a mountain and tell it to go into the ocean. So Father God, this is less than that. You are the name above all names, including the name of cancer. So you have you have victory over this, okay? You have victory over her son's situation. Your word says that your body was broken, okay? That you bore our sicknesses and our infirmities. That means our sicknesses, that means Cheryl's breast cancer was on the cross, and it was crucified, and it died. And from that, she was resurrected. She's a new creation. So we pray that you give her a new body. We pray the same thing for her son. And for her father for healing and prosperity in all things in Jesus' name. And Cheryl, in just a moment, you're gonna say the, the call to salvation with Kristen, okay? Let me just make sure there's nobody else. Florida says, I pray that this program grows more and more and more. God bless God bless to both of us. Okay, well, that's a great prayer. Oh, I recognize her. Thank you, Florida. Thanks for writing in. Yes, we agree with that prayer also. All right, um, Kristen, do me a favor, please. Um, Lead all these people in the call to salvation. And of course, Father God, before I forget, I apologize, Kristen, there's a bunch of other people we couldn't get to tonight whose prayers are scrolling at the bottom of the screen. We pray for all of these people. We pray that all their needs are met, that you are totally real in their lives, that they become a blessing in their community, that they... You provide miracles that become their testimony and people see the miracles in their lives and understand that only you, only you, God, could have done this. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, sorry about that, Kristen. Go right ahead.
1: Well, if you'd like to receive Jesus and certainly for you, Cheryl, and everyone else listening, this is the perfect time. Just follow after me. Dear Jesus, I admit that I have sinned. I ask you to come into my heart Forgive me of my sins. I make you my Lord and Savior. And I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, let us know. Send us a message or comment on the video. We want to yeah. know.
0: It, it, Cheryl, it really is that easy. All I have to do is say that prayer. Um Father God, you know, forgive me of my sins. Come into my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior. It's, it's as simple as that. And if you did that, then congratulations. You're part of the family now. All right, guys, listen. It is Friday. It is eight o'clock where I am, and it's time for me to uh, put my feet up. All right. That concludes another week here. Again, we don't do the weekends anymore, uh, but we'll see you again on Monday. In the meantime, please do us a favor, like and share the page. As always, it helps us out. If you're a uh, on iTunes or Spotify or anything like that, please follow us on there as well. If uh, you guys have any praise reports, please feel free to send them to us. If you guys really have any other needs, just let us know if you need someone to pray with you. um, As far as a call to salvation, we're happy to do that. And just remember, guys, you know, the most important thing here is it's not just about having your prayers answered. I want you guys, you know, to be a miracle that someone else is asking for. I think the most important message I've probably done so far, and we've done close to 40 of these by now, is is be the miracle someone else is praying for. Get outside of yourself. Go serve others. That's the idea here. The whole purpose is for God to work through us, okay? So, listen, guys, have a great weekend. For those of you who have the parks reopening like we do, go have some fun and stay safe, of course. Be a blessing to others and uh, be blessed. Have a great weekend, guys. Take care.
1: Bye, everybody.
0: For joining us, don't forget to follow Jordan and Kristen Ministries on Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes. And remember to tune in next week and every week on Tuesdays at 845 on WMCA The Mission, AM 570 and FM 102.3.